0: you ever feel like you're just doing stuff in a video game i'm captain dirk
1: yeah i'm stev
0: and this is super arrogant
1: bros you're listening to the madcast media network madcastmedia.com
0: one two three no Welcome to Super and Bros, recorded on March 14th of 2021. It is a beautiful day. The daylight savings has come. We lost an hour, however, we gained an hour of sunlight for the night.
1: Yay! Oh yeah! Yeah!
0: Hell yeah! So, uh, we've got a pretty fun topic to go through today, I think. Yeah, yeah I, I'd, I'd call it fun. Yeah. Now, before we really uh, get to the topic, though, there's, there's some house cleaning that we have to do. Now, if you want to financially support Super Arrogant Bros, uh, we have uh, Patreon.com/slash Media, and uh, you can actually become an Orc War Chief if you decide to do that. And we do currently have one Orc War Chief that is Olivia. Thank you, Olivia. And um, if you become an Orc War Chief, you can actually use our platform to uh to to talk about things like whatever you want to talk about really that's within terms of service Mm -hmm. that won't get us banned or under some sort of weird controversy and then you know we we can actually play a video we can read what it is you send us whatever it is so with that then the next thing i need to to get to here is um talking about a game that uh, i received a review copy for um i do want to uh, be very uh transparent and how I discuss things, so I did actually get a free copy of this game,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: that game is uh 20x, sorry, 30xx. Uh, I received the Steam copy specifically. The uh, words from the developer jump, shoot, and slash your way through 30 xtx the roguelike action platformer you can play with a friend, explore lush, ever changing worlds that mix uh that mix precise platforming with. Fevered combat, destroy fearsome guardians, master unique powers, rediscover the thousand years we've lost. And this game is a uh, direct sequel to 20 xx which aims to capture what we knew and, and love from the Mega Man X games, down to the controls, uh, down to some of the aesthetics as well. Uh, now, keep in mind, this is an early access game. So that means you you might experience some bugs. This is a little bit unpolished. There are some sound effects that are not there that feel like they should be there. It's currently in development, but for only 20 bucks, you get the game and you get to, to watch it as it develops over time and uh, be able to try the new things as they come out for it. And I actually do recommend this game. And, uh... It, it when you're looking into the video footage of this game, yeah, it looks exactly like Mega Man X, except you're playing as a chick. Ooh, hot! Un, unheard of playing as a chick in a video game, especially a Mega Man game. It it, it, it and now can feel like it's happening because it's not a it's not a Capcom game. Obviously, this is a, this is more of an indie um, action platformer, and when playing through it, I actually did get the feelings that I got from being able to play Mega Man X4 for the PlayStation. And um, being able to, to go through these levels and complete bosses, that feels great. It feels rewarding. But you also get items and new stat upgrades over time as you go through the levels. So it's supposed to feel a bit roguelike, but at the same time, though, the the levels are developed and planned ahead it's it's something that I think, um, I think it's something where if you've played any of the Mega Man X games, you're going to feel right at home with this one. So I absolutely recommend this game. And you can even, you can even do multiplayer with this as well. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So if you've got a buddy and uh, you, you both are, are uh, having copies of this game, uh, I, I think it's going to be on more than just the PC as well. So take a look on other platforms. There it is. 30 XDX, and I do want to thank the developers uh, for the copy that I got that I was able to try out. It's a lot of fun, and I can't wait to see how this game grows over time. Now, the next thing I wanted to talk about is I actually made an appearance on a uh, podcast oh. called One Deck Delt. This is a uh, it's a podcast for fans of Psychopathic Records, ICP, etc. And uh, this episode, it was talking about Freak Show, uh, the second album from Twisted through Psychopathic. And I got to talk about uh, how I got into the music and what made me stick with it for this whole time. It was a great conversation. And uh, you know the, the guys are, are good at what they do, and they've got pretty good audio. Go check them out. Mm-hmm. So with that, um, I've pretty much gone through my games of the week at this point here. What do you have,
1: Steph. So, I actually did get into an early alpha of a of a uh, game that I've been waiting for for a very long time. It is called uh, Ultimate Admiral Dreadnoughts. What this game is is that you are a dude the, you are a dude that uh, that is creating ships known as dreadnoughts. Those of you that know about, you know, World War 1 history, you would know that we had, you know, we had ships, navy ships in World War 1. Sure, it's not as, you know, flamboyant as uh, as a lot of the land battles in World War I were. But in this game, it does it a little bit differently. You say to yourself, like, you're looking at these dreadnoughts, these really old dreadnoughts, and you're saying to yourself, I can make it better. I can make a better fucking uh, ship than this. Well, you can try your luck with it. Right now, this game is in early, well, very, very, very early access, as in it is... You can only wish list it on Steam, but you can buy into the alpha of this game for about 40 smackaroons, if you so desire. And there's no overarching campaign like there is in the other Ultimate games. I'm talking about Ultimate General, uh, Civil War, Ultimate Admiral, uh, say Age of Sail, whatever it's called, I forgot. But... I would I've always been interested in these sorts of games that let you just say if I was there I could turn the tide. And in this game you basically can. Right now it is of course like I said before in alpha but you can make your own ships. You can choose whether or not you want to make a very long-range yet slow-shooting battleship, or you can literally just say, all right, well, battleships are a thing of the past. Let's go full destroyers right now, full cruisers, and just make a small cruiser, put as many guns as you can on that damn thing, and then just go fucking ham on people. It is... It's a lot of fun. Honestly, if you want something where you just say to yourself I, I, I want to do this I want to be able to have fun I want to be able to make my own shit and then just go forth young man and have fun you can do that it's super fun Um, of course if you're not into the whole alpha uh, alpha testing sort of thing I'd stay away from it but at the same time it's just I'm having too much fun with this game this has literally been my games of the week so far <laughs> And I like it. I'm able to make my I'm able to make my own battleships. I'm able to put them the way that they, uh, the way that I want them to be. Uh right now my favorite cruiser would have to be <laughs> would have to be uh instead of having like a bunch of centerline guns, I have two smaller guns of twelve uh twelve inch batteries, uh quad barreled because I am no plebeian, and then a giant fuck off fourteen uh uh fourteen inch uh quad barrel gun on the side uh on the front sorry and a bunch of like eight uh eight inch uh eight i can't talk eight inch cannons that are just lining this uh lining the side of it it's armored like no other it's and uh god dude i don't know what to say it just makes me so fucking happy to just watch this thing have a barrage like I don't even have to. I don't even have to broadside. I literally just have to point it towards the enemy, and all of a sudden, I just watch as something catches fire in the distance before it just exploding. Okay, it warms the cockles of my heart. And this game does have realistic, uh, realistic damage. Well, realistic. Uh, you can get one shot if you're not very careful. If if you're not very lucky, that is, and it's. It's super cool. You can set things on fire. You can destroy the. You can destroy enemy cannons. You can destroy enemy uh, enemy rudders, so that way they're always spinning in a circle. You can make them flood, which will cause them to slow down a lot. Uh, you can shoot out one of their engines. Uh, for instance, one of the more, you know, terrifying parts of the game for me was when, we were fighting in a storm, and all of a sudden, I just watched my cruiser just lose lose my uh, lose its quad engines, and I just have to sit and just kind of contemplate life as shells are barreling towards me but thank god the battleship big boy dick dick energy comes out from the mist and just fires a barrage of basically ineffective shells as it gets torpedoed to death so i had that going for me (laughs) wow okay yeah it was uh but it's a lot of fun i honestly will say if if you're if you're into the if you're into the age of Dreadnoughts, get into it. The Alpha is a lot of fun. It's stable as far as I know. You can always report the bugs. In fact, I say report the bugs, Report any features that you want to see in the game. I love these early alpha games simply for the fact that your input matters to them. You are not talking to customer support. You are talking directly to the devs, and they listen. If all of a sudden your ship goes flying halfway across the universe and then comes back, tell the devs. (laughs) Okay. If you want to see other features in the game, such as using flags to communicate because, you know, radios kind of suck, go for it. I'm, I'm probably going to do that when I get home tonight. But it's fun. I have a lot of fun with it. Perfect. Good, good, man.
0: Yeah. Now, for the gaming news, I got a quick one here, though. Uh oh. Uh, remember Zombie Kills from last week? Oh, God. Well, YouTube came to their senses and, as kind as they possibly could, told Zombie Kills, y- You're full of shit.
1: Uh oh.
0: So, <laughs> uh oh. Ju- justice prevails if uh, we can
1: all sleep silently tonight. If, uh, those of you not in the know, as I always like to say, YouTube is owned by Google. And Google has a lot of power. <laughs> if she really wants to fight YouTube on this, it's, that's not going to be a fun time. So what exactly is happening with their channel right now?
0: Well, nothing. Um, all that's happened so far is that YouTube uh, came to her and said, look, we've reviewed what you told us and we're not finding it. Oh, uh oh <laughs> yeah yeah uh it's a it's a big old hey you you kind of wasted our time, yeah, you wasted we, our time We're we not care gonna about harassment in in this industry, and we care about uh people not being bullied in our in our environment, but um no, no, no. uh jeremy from the quartering he didn't do anything wrong if you saying it, yeah. But, I mean, I, I as much as I highly don't, like, dislike the way the quartering does things, the way that Jeremy operates, like, at the same time, I, I gotta give credit where it's due. And, yeah. like, he didn't do anything, like, he didn't actually do anything to to fuck with zombie kills. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he did do something stupid. It was a big fucking slap fight where nobody really comes off as the good guy. Yeah. But, still, like, to see that happening, though, that actually...
1: Yeah, it gives me a little bit of a a peaceful boner. Yeah, more 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 powerful, uh, more power to him, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But <clears throat> with all of that out of the way, though, you brought in a good topic here. Do you want to introduce it? Yeah. So basically, I was reading a PC game article that I, that I saw just kind of browsing through my recommendeds, and I noticed that there was one article talking about the difference between doing quests and just shit that you do just to kind of fill the time and that kind of got me thinking like what exactly is the difference between actually doing a quest something that is you know monumental something epic something you know a little bit mundane sure but it's still progressing i guess god is that is that how i want to word it i think you could actually like progressing the game at least yeah well at least changing what is happening in a certain place in the game making a difference yeah making a difference for instance and in, uh what's it called dawnstar right dawnstar is the one with all the nightmares in skyrim right i think so i uh, it's been forever since i played skyrim bear with me on this well in a certain area there's a daedric quest where a lot of the townsfolk are complaining about nightmares you are going with a priest of mara uh, supposedly a priest of mara to go and investigate this stuff yada 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 stuff happens and you are given the choice between either claiming a badass artifact or a very mediocre dude. Hi, and it's just that made me feel like this wasn't just a shitty like oh this is a one-off thing, like cutting wood for the wood uh, for the wood guy over in River Run. It's kind of cool, I guess. Solving some guys' fucking love issues. Uh, Killing the Forsworn. Hey, hey. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dear fuckers, go home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, delivering notes to other people. Mm, yeah. Killing a courier that is attempting to uh, deliver an important piece of paper to uh, one of the Imperial commanders.
0: Hey, now that's
1: awesome. Now, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And basically what this means is that quests, you are doing something substantial. This will go from killing a troll that is in a cave that has been attacking a bunch of town folks to literally just destroying a bandit city. Stuff like that, you know, stuff that will affect the game in the long run. Now, are we sort of comparing a, uh, a,
0: a good quest that, that, maybe give you get something out of it mm-hmm. not necessarily a reward but it, it's something where it's you finish it and you're like i kind of like that yeah compared to busy work yeah
1: so for instance killing 10 rats collecting 10 zebra asses <laughs> getting a lot of fucking cross the list do you see where i'm getting at here Stop shitting on my World of Warcraft. No. (laughs) Fine, (laughs) we'll shit on something else. This article then goes on to uh, talk about, you know, uh, what's it called? Dragon Age Inquisition. You know, I was going to talk about that. Yeah, and it it also kind of tells you, like, Dragon Age Origins, a lot of the quests that you're doing in there actually has some sort of substantial reward, and it feels like you're actually getting shit done. You know, um... Escorting, uh, escorting an important dignitary to a certain area, blah, 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 whatever. I didn't really get past the first area in Dragon Age Inquisition. Um, <laughs> but, okay, so from the stuff that I got from the first, actual, the first actual quest, you're trying to make sure that the mages and the Templars actually, you know, don't tear each other to pieces. So you get a bunch of quests that will hopefully dumbed, well dumbed down, but like calm down the situation in this area. Like, you know, normal things. That's a quest. You are trying to smooth over tensions between the mages and the templars. Yeah, that's a quest right there. That's kind of cool. Having to go and find crystals that will then show you what, uh, that will then show you other stuff that you have to go grab. And me having to go out of my way to go and grab all these things so that way I get a fucking trinket. That's yeah. busy work.
0: Having to look through a skull to find fragments to, to go out and pick up.
1: Yeah. 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 That is not a fun thing for me to do. Collectibles should be something that I want to do on my free time. Yes. Um, I don't want to... Y-
0: you have to make it feel like when you're playing Banjo-Kazooie and it entices you to collect the shit.
1: Yes. And it's just I am the Lord Inquisitor, right? Can I not
0: send people off to go do this mundane shit? Oh my god. Oh, that's the thing I hate the most about Inquisition. It's like, yeah, yeah, you you are one of the leads of the
1: Inquisition, but you do all the bitch work. Yeah. And let's 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 go from Dragon Age to Mass Effect. Mass Effect. At least in Mass Effect 2, you aren't some, like, big commander dude, all right? You're important to Cerberus, don't get me wrong, but you're not this big commander dude. You're expected to do a little bit of legwork. You're working for the elusive man, basically. Yeah. Like, that's that's fine. That's super cool and all that stuff. Like, I understand what's happening here. You're just trying to get more information to go and beat the collectors up. You're trying to find out where they live. You're trying to find out how to get through their fucking shields, uh, to get through their Mass Effect relay, sorry. And you are just here to try and, you know, beat the collectors. That game has quests. Like, a lot of the side shit has its own cutscenes, has its own reasons for you having to go and do this. Uh, Omega. Freeing Omega and that one DLC, mm-hmm. that's very important. That's a hub that you go to a lot for different reasons.
0: But <laughs> now, by the way, I do want to pause for a second here. We are actually uh, recording this live through YouTube and uh, we're able to get comments and we can actually read them on uh, the, the streams here. And uh, it's going to be forever placed into the, uh, the the podcast episode so long as I don't censor it. Yeah. Hello, Darkstar. Thank you for joining us.
1: That's yeah. why I said hi before.
0: <laughs> we've and we've actually switched from going to Twitch to going to YouTube for this episode. Yeah, just to it, see how that works in yeah, person.
1: So hopefully it does good. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, it okay. So going back to my original topic, so quests versus busy work. Yeah. For you, what does a quest mean? For me, uh, how, how do I want to explain
0: this? It's, um, it's an objective where maybe it doesn't have to progress the storyline, but I, I get some sort of, um, reward out of it, whether it's satisfaction or loot. Ma- maybe some loot because loot, loot can be extremely satisfying for me, mm-hmm. Borderlands. But, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, like Borderlands is good at that shit. I, w- I, w- I will say... Uh, the Witcher is actually very fantastic with giving you side quests instead of just busy work. Like, sure, on your map, you're going to find new locations to find treasure. And like, if, if you're so um, inclined, if you're inclined to. on to look for those things on the map, go for it. But if you don't do it, it's no big deal. Yeah. Otherwise, I get side quests that can actually uh, make me look at things in a, in a different perspective. like. Okay, I I stopped here and I see this old lady at, at her house and uh, she's st- she's locked out of it. Uh, somebody uh, and she's she's just trying to get her her pan her frying pan. Okay, that sounds like a dumb quest. So you use your your uh, art um, ability to you know push the door open. You go and you find the frying pan, but then you realize, hey, something's not right all the grease is gone from the frying pan oh they use the fr- somebody used the frying pan to make this letter okay let's let's see where this goes uh-huh. so it's it's something that seems like completely mundane but it leads into something much much bigger that is something i think cd project red is able to do a fantastic job with
1: mm-hmm. and going on to the other way of stuff to do this is just stuff that They put in so that way at least it it feels like something to do. Uh, The perfect example would be uh, in Fallout would probably be Solar Quests. Solar Quests are repeatable quests that basically grow in rewards the more you do them. Uh, For instance, for the Brotherhood of Steel, they tell you there's a mutant over here. There's a bunch of mutants over here. We want you to kill them. Like, okay, I guess. Is this going to lead into something? No. Just, here's the caps. You want to do another one? Okay, I guess. Is this going to lead into something else? And I found out from a buddy of mine when I was talking to him about it. He just said that they just go on forever. That, that is just a way for you to go get experience and caps. Okay, There's, so it's
0: a way to, to farm yeah, it's Yeah, it's a
1: way to farm without having to go out and actually farm. And I kind of got a little disheartened, and I stopped actually playing Fallout for a while because of that. The reason isn't because, like you know, well, it's I, I I had already beaten the game at this point. I don't really need to do anything else. A lot of the quests that I did were, you know, just stuff that I want that I could go do on my own leisure. Yeah, but for some reason, this one fucking thing just told me I don't want to do this anymore. This is kind of boring, and I think that's what I I, I think that's why whenever I start realizing that I'm just doing mundane shit, I will completely lose interest in a game. Isn't that the fucking pits? It is the pits. Because you can get super invested into a game and then just realize that, God, I, I fucking hate this and it's 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 not just in fallout it's 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 in like wasteland 3 sometimes where it's like oh go find this uh this artificial intelligence that has been put into a human body like okay i mean i still have to go and fight these three warlords like oh but it, you know it's something that you can do and it's just like i i lost interest right after that can i talk about world of warcraft re- regarding this yeah because um,
0: Shadowlands is is has gotten me into that same fucking trap. So you you finish through the maw and you go into what's sort of like heaven in the afterlife.
1: Yeah, Bastion.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Bastion. And Bastion was cool to look at at first, but it was so slow to progress that I I felt like I was just I was just doing busy work. For these people that are immortal, and I'm like, I don't care about what I'm doing at all. Yeah, I, I don't give a shit. And then, and I move on from Bastion to the next area, and it's even worse. And I'm, I'm like, I can't, I can't keep doing this anymore because the pr- progression for my character is too goddamn low to, to feel anything out of it. But if I create a new character and I start, I start from level zero and just start building it, it's fun.
1: Yeah, and it's. I think World of Warcraft is starting to fall into the trap that these quests don't feel epic anymore. Um, I don't mean to sound like I want to go back to classic, but there are some very fun moments in classic where you have to go around the world on an actual quest to reforge a sword to give to a fucking midget in engorl crater so that way he can kill things. I still
0: think that's more fun.
1: That is more fun. Yeah. There's also like a two-minute quest that you have to go on a, you know, an actual quest for, so that way you can get into Molten Core, or uh, Blackwing, uh, or uh, Blackwing's Lair, or Anixia's uh, Lair, or any of these other places. And it's just they felt epic, and now it's just. And God, I already sound—I already sound like the one thing I don't like talking about when it comes down to World of War, war ugh, World of Warcraft raids, because it's a double-edged sword. Whenever you start talking about this, a lot of uh, a majority of people think that getting into raids is too easy, because it teaches you the wrong things. There, and that, and that leads into an entire discussion about why LFR is a bad thing. Blah blah blah. You get the idea. But it's just. On the flip side, attunement quests weed out the people that on, that are only looking for casual playing, like the ones that literally just want, just want to experience all the content and then just be done with the game. But it also shows people that you have the commitment to make it to Raid Night. Like attunement quests aren't just, oh, you have the key, go for it. Attunement quests are literally here is your fucking badge of honor. You can enter this raid and you can do it. You can actually participate with the people that take this game seriously. Which is its own reward then. Which is its own huge reward. I mean, hell, even fucking uh, the Ascension Classless mod has that same thing. Where it's like... Yeah, congratulations! You got the sixty. Sure, it's a lot easier than it is actually uh, than it is in classic, but you have to be committed. It has world PvP that gives you bigger loot for it gives you bigger rewards with great uh, with great risk. All right, Uh, I cannot play on my max level character anymore because I lost too much loot, and now it just becomes a fucking free for all whenever I need to go fighting. I've lost too much gold on my max level character... And the only reason I keep it around is for bank... Is just for banks. That's about it. Um... In fucking, uh... In, 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 in uh... Going back to, uh, Fallout... It's the same thing. I wear it with a badge of honor because... the se- I have a bunch of settlement mods... That allows me to take over one of the biggest settlements... Uh, that uh, the mer- uh, that the mercenary people had, I, they're not called the boomers. There's something else. I haven't played. <laughs> okay. I haven't played Fallout for a bit again. But I built that town up. I put in as many as many people as I can in there. It, I have built a hotel complex, basically, a, uh, an apartment complex, basically, where there's just over a hundred a uh, hundred NPCs in this place sure i have to basically sprint through that area in order to get all my shit done so that way it doesn't freeze up too bad but at the same time i feel pride in what i'm working with uh and when i first picked up fallout 4 and i got the uh vault dlc i built up my vault to the point where it is effectively a utopia everyone's happy it's well defended no one can get into the damn thing because both of the guards that i have over there that i named lucy and marcus are decked out in fucking combat armor and they'll take the combat armor off to use their self defense power armor and miniguns to just shred through anyone that tries to get uh that tries to get into the vault like i felt pride in that like and and that's where that's where the game also starts talking uh that's where a lot of the comments in the comment section for the the article, kind of said, there are times where you just have to make your own quests in certain games. Yeah. Like, that was my quest. Build up the vault to an obscenely amazing quality. It is basically a town of just awesome people. All the menials that I have working my generators because they are on goddamn uh, power cycles, they're in vault suits. Meanwhile, all the the high-class people get to live up on the upper floors. There's a bar. There are guards. (laughs) I have a cloning lab from one of the mods from the uh, mod... Not the mod store. I don't know what to call it anymore. But you basically get uh, free Bethesda-endorsed mods on the game. Sure, it disables achievements, but at the same time, like who cares who cares it's the same thing in god any game that i ever any game that i ever play where i get to build up a civilization from scratch civ 5 i have an entire deus vaulting civilization there was a time where the eastern lands were uncivilized and did not find god well i killed the mongols okay i killed the germans I killed everything that did not accept my way of life, and then I went eastwards—not for trade, not for colonization, but for conquest. I'm a little messed up like that, but that's beside the point. <laughs> yeah, you ever think about how how much
0: the Lord of the Rings laid out the groundwork for role-playing games overall? I think so. Yeah, not, like, and not just in in like playing as wizards and and uh, rogues and shit, but like. You could actually look at at um, the story as one gigantic uh, quest yeah. that branches off. So, like, it doesn't start off with Frodo being told you must encounter the Eye of Sauron and uh, and get and destroy this goddamn ring. It's it's it starts off small with Gandalf saying, "Look, son." there's something fucky going on about this ring. Uh, I got to go and read for a while and I'll be back mm-hmm. and it don't look
1: up like get stabbed by a sword.
0: Yeah. Well, then it turns into, okay, Frodo, this thing's really fucky. You need to take this to the elves. Me? Uh, no, no, I can't do it. I can't. No, I no, can't do it. We aren't. T- I'm not touching that damn thing. I, I'm not touching that goddamn thing. Please get that away from me. It is way too tempting. Uh, no, no, <laughs> And so, like, he has to go through this this goddamn adventure, this goddamn quest to reach the elves, and then go into a meeting of like, "Oh, this is gonna kill all of us." Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, buddy, you got to go destroy the ring. You volunteered for it. Okay. Well, uh, here's this equipment for you. Anything else you need? Okay. Thanks. Bye.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then, and then it then it branches up the breaking of the fellowship. Uh, it basically goes into, first off, Aragorn, Legolas, and Gimli, the power trio of godhood. Yeah. Tries to go and at least try and find the two other companions. Oh, God, I'm blanking on their names. I'm going to get stabbed to death by <laughs> by people that love Lord of the Rings. <laughs> they have to go find the two hobbits that somehow got lost. Don't ask me why. Marion and Pippin. Merry and Pippin. That's the one that I totally said that at the beginning. Don't question anything I said. Um, But... It turns into going into, you know, let's save these two hobbits to, okay, we have to defend Rohan right now, to, okay, uh, Mordor's about to launch a gigantic attack on Gondor, we gotta go warn them, oh, I am the true heir of the throne, fine, but they're not gonna believe me anyways, (laughs) oh, sword, okay, are we still going, okay, I gotta go into the mountain and convince dead people to uphold their uh, to uphold their oaths yeah like okay we did that go fight go fight Mordor okay we fought Mordor uh bad news Frodo and Sam might die because because now Sauron's looking for the ring because he knows something's fucky okay what now go fight Mordor ah shit (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, like when you when you really look at at the way the story worked, it's it it the the creators of of Dungeons and Dragons were highly influenced by the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like they they decided, well, we want to make our own fantasy stories and actually play through them. Okay, so now we've got this this uh system you can play on a table and and do that. And you could actually take the entirety uh, the entire story of the Lord of the Rings and just put it in a fucking Dungeons and Dragons mod and play through it if you wanted to
1: mm-hmm. and uh someone did someone uh so yes of course you can actually play as your favorite characters in Lord of the Rings or just like make it your make it your own thing I remember making a campaign about going over and trying to kill smog or smog, but it's. It, it it was a lot of fun for everyone involved because it just turned into like this whole this whole thing like you have this big objective you can go complete well we first got to you know go through all of this other stuff yada yada mm-hmm. yada and hey that's a big ass quest now let's get back to the stuff that you got that the stuff that you can do i guess killing 10 rats going and retrieving the gold thing. Okay, cool. And it's just, I think RPGs are starting to fall into a pit to the point where it's like, I just, I don't want to do this stuff. A lot of the stuff that you're giving me that you're saying is going to be required to do doesn't feel like it's supposed to be a quest. It doesn't feel like this epic thing. It just feels like you're giving me busy work for no fucking reason to the point where it's like, I don't want to play this anymore because it's just boring. That's and, and that's entirely
0: why I have a love-hate relationship with certain RPGs. Like I I know I I know I mentioned Dragon Age Inquisition about this like so many times, but
1: it's just a it's just the perfect example of everything that we're talking about. And it hurts because it has a good framework. Yeah. It, you are the Grand Inquisitor right now. You were just Put into the role, so you need to increase your conf. Uh, you need to increase the people's confidence in you. You need to increase the people's confidence in the Inquisition as a whole. And the main storyline quests actually feel like good fucking quests. First quest: smooth over tensions between the mages and the templars. Second quest: get the nobles to your side. Third quest: get some more allies to your side. You have a mercenary company now. Use it. Back to The Witcher, though. Yeah. Like,
0: you've never played through it, have you? I've played through a little bit of it, yes. Okay. If you can ever set aside the time to work through this, the, the storyline of the game, do so. The, the the big reason why I praise this game so much regarding its questing. So, I, I'm I'm going through a side quest where I'm uh, talking to the Bloody Baron and, and helping him with finding his wife and and his daughter. Now, during this this whole quest, I come across a, a side quest where I have to, to speak to the spirit that's trapped inside of a tree. And um, what the spirit does is, is it completely in my hands. It, like, I, I'm able to free the spirit. And what happens can actually have a domino effect on this other side quest that I'm doing regarding the bloody Baron. Mm -hmm. And because of, of what I did regarding the spirit in the tree, that seemed like it had nothing to do with the rest of what I was doing. I ended up coming to the, the Baron's keep and finding, Oh, he hanged himself.
1: Oops. Oh, okay. That's not good.
0: Yeah. It's, and it was, it was so surprising, it was sad, but it was also enriching, enriching enough to make me want to do that whole thing over again to get the better ending <laughs> of that side quest. But to be able to see my actions have their own consequences from doing that side quest, that makes all the difference into how I look in, into how they're uh, working
1: on their, their quests. And it's... God, it's just, it, it's it's remarkable how good main quests will keep a person involved in the game for a very long time. And it, it, it also goes into, you know, D&D. You have a good campaign. You give the players a straightforward objective. Kill the dude. After they kill the dude... It's revealed that he wasn't the main dude. Okay. Find out who was controlling the guy. And, it, and, and, and and you see, quests need to at least be involved with the main quest. Again, perfect example. Goes back to uh, Mass Effect. A lot of the stuff that you are doing for Cerberus is improving your chances of surviving the final mission, the suicide mission. You don't get upgraded shields, you'll lose a crew member. You don't get upgraded engines, you'll lose a crew member. If you don't do all of this other stuff that is seemingly unimportant at the time, such as oh, well, I guess I need more I I, I guess I need to improve uh my pow- uh my power, I guess. Yeah, just kind of naming one out there. But at the end of, at the end of the day, a lot of the stuff that you're doing to improve your ship just immediately increases your survival chances. Doing the bonding quests for your crewmates increases your chances of survival, and it's it, it's remarkable because going from Mass Effect One, playing through Mass Effect One, and then realizing that your choices matter when it comes down to the characters involved in there, you can either lose Caden or you can lose Ashley. For Mass Effect 1. That, those choices go straight into Mass Effect 2. Choices of Mass Effect 2. Go straight into Mass Effect 3. And that was what made Mass Effect. Such a. Strong RPG series. Your choices in each game. Affected how the future game was going to go for you. This is why I got a little butt hurt At the end of Mass Effect 3. But that's beside the point. Andromeda, we don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah. We play the multiplayer and that's about it. Yep. But I just I I wish more game developers would realize that just putting filler quests in there doesn't do anything for the game. In fact, it drives it 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 drives down the, you know, want to keep playing a game. And it just I don't I don't like it. If it doesn't belong in the game, if it doesn't forward the storyline, just don't add it in. I understand that there's a difference between, you know, just doing side quests, but again, side quests such as helping a town or helping a small family beat off a bunch of uh, bunch of tax collectors that are collecting too much tax from them to fly in their own pockets or uh, like helping uh, helping a, a grotto filled with people to you know better fuck increase their chances of surviving a sickness or something like that those are the quests that I would go do instead of the main quest cuz you know it it it'll it'll mean something in the end right but just randomly being told oh go kill the thing over there is it bothering you or anything like it's a nuisance in this town of God knows how many people, you cannot get rat co- you cannot get rat collectors. You cannot get an exterminator to, to go do this. The city guard can't deal with this right now. Oh, well, they tried. No, don't tell me they tried. They're fucking goblins.
0: Yep. Uh, Morrowind, you, uh, join the Fighters Guild. Fighters Guild tells you, hey, you gotta prove yourself, mate. Go play exterminator for some rats. Hmm. I don't want to do it but if I want to be part of the guild sure
1: I'll go do it
0: I'll I'll be the exterminator
1: fine that's also why I don't join the fighters guild in the Oblivion too because I'm afraid that that's going to happen Wait you have to do the do the rat quest again Yeah <laughs> I don't want to do that again <laughs> I didn't like it in Oblivion I mean I didn't like it in Morrowind I didn't like it in Oblivion I definitely didn't like it in fucking Skyrim Kill your own goddamn skeevers. <laughs> <laughs> bitches! We live in a goddamn world where fireball is a buyable spell. <laughs> I can I can just go
0: to the the, the Redwood Inn and buy the goddamn. What, what was the name of the fucking shop in, in Skyrim where I'm able to buy the goddamn spell, just to get admission into the into the goddamn mages uh, guild.
1: Oh, you had to buy your spell. I just had to convince her that. Oh, give me a reminder, fam. Well, oh yeah, no, I'll do. It. Like, what do you mean you forgot? Fine, it's a very space, uh, basic and simple spell. Here, let me show you the hand signs for it. Okay, now cast it. Ha! Thanks for the free spell, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Later. <laughs> below,
0: below, I am a lowly orc who doesn't have the charisma needed to
1: convince her. Like, unga Bunga, Remi- I break spine. <laughs> Wog, remind me Wawg remind me I, I I specifically remember that I didn't have a lot of offensive spells in, uh, in one of my Skyrim playthroughs and I'm like I really need something I, I, I don't want a literal small hand flamer I want a big boy spell how do I get a big boy spell well I buy it well I don't have a lot of gold right now I know the perfect place. Go over to the mages guild. Hello, I would like to gain one entry into the mages guild. <laughs> like, okay, you have to prove yourself. Do you know this spell? Uh-uh. Oh, well, I mean, I could teach you that spell for a price. Teach me spell. Oh, give me gold teach me spell. Oh. Okay, here's the hand signals. Alright, you get you can gain entrance into the mages guild. Okay, I'll go do that in a couple days, and I just like do a complete 180 and just walk out. Oh God! And I'm just like, yeah, thanks for the free spell, dumbass. Look, man,
0: I-, I can't believe that the Mage's Guild would have gatekeeping for magic.
1: <laughs> gatekeeping for a fucking gate.
0: You know, you're-, you're you're gatekeeping magic from
1: me. Magic is for everyone. Yeah, nerd. <laughs> fucking losers my raised dead spell already yeah, give me that shit yeah, that's what i thought i <laughs> right i'm gonna go raise a skeever and go fight a giant <laughs> I, no, I have a mod no, fucking- no 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 what you do
0: is is you uh then join the fighters guild and raise a
1: skeever to fight the other skevers. <laughs> The skeevers fighting skeevers. Yeah. The most powerful thing I can do in my lifetime. <laughs> but it, it it turns into like, and I, and I find those little quests fun at least. They give me a lot of like stuff to do, sure. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, I don't have to do it, but I mean, it gives me free something or other. Mm-hmm. I think that's the only reason why I do the stuff to do stuff at times. But if I have to keep doing it, it just kills my enthusiasm. That's why I have nothing but mods on Skyrim.
0: Yeah. Some people get into Skyrim just for the mods.
1: Yep. And that's why I have a uh, Kung Fu Necromancer. Okay. I have a Punch Wizard. I also have a bunch of mods that basically turned it into Dark Souls. Okay. It's super fun. (laughs) Now I can use my Dark Souls skills to kill dragons. Not just one dragon that just fuck, uh, that just dips on me. Just what? You're just upset that I found the mods to let me play Dark Souls in Skyrim. A game that does not require you to have all of these dodging skills. A game that doesn't expect you to have all of these dodging skills. Frame perfect dodging my friend. You Fuck! Can't, you can't stop me. Fuck! And now there's rumors that they're turning it into a multiplayer game, and that got my jewels all hardened. Hmm. Yeah. So, if... Wait
0: a minute, then. Couldn't I just um, avoid the gatekeeper for the mages killed?
1: Yeah, sure. If you want to. Just yeah. kill the gatekeeper and just walk in. There we go. Souls roll. Kill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... I, I, I wish that more games would have more impactful quests. I understand putting too many in there will uh, inevitably ruin the experience because if every quest is important, then no quest is important. Right. I understand that, but at the same time, just... if I mean, Borderlands can give you a, a
0: side quest where this guy just tells you, just just shoot me in the face. Nowhere else, just shoot me in the face
1: like fine and 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 somehow make that fun like fine you you got me there i mean i'm playing gauge and i have full stacks so this bullet's going somewhere i
0: can't guarantee it's The the head okay i I can guarantee two things the bullet's gonna go somewhere and i'm gonna be lit on fire (laughs) those are the two guarantees of a gauge
1: main i don't know what's gonna happen why are you on
0: fire i just shot a gun
1: that's all i did yeah all, all, all I'm saying is that I have a shotgun. There are two things that are going to happen. Either I'm going to shoot you super hard in the face, or I'm going to regret my decision for going into this boss fight. <laughs> there is no in-between. With Claptrap, there is something... There is Something Something is going to happen. If it's useful, uh, that's pretty cool. Look, because of my
0: stats, one of three things will happen. Either you will die, I will die, or we're both going to die.
1: The only difference is that when I die, I still get my pistol. Yeah, I just lose some money, that's all. <laughs> I just lose some money and I come back and you're and you're here anyways. Yep. I'm using you for I'm using you for farming right now. Um
0: side side note, uh-huh. I, I, uh, a buddy of mine played Borderlands 2 with me on his uh, Xbox unit years and years ago yeah and you could tell he spent hours upon hours playing this goddamn game because of how much um how much money he had in this character well at one point something happened where he i think i hit him i shot him and he was dying and i let him die (laughs) And he got pissed off because he saw how much money was removed from his fucking inventory from being being brought
1: back. Yeah, I I think I think it gets rid of half of your money for every respawn.
0: Not half, but it's a lot.
1: Yeah, it's a percent. uh, But all I know is that it's just like it makes me it makes me happy. So.
0: So. All right. I'd say let's go ahead and wrap this up then. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, if you like what we do, check the rest of the Arrogant Media YouTube channel. I have been putting other videos in here as well. The latest one, uh, talking about the Marilyn Manson controversy, and that's been getting some engagement. So we've we've got a lot more going on than just Super Bros. We even have the Plastered Paladins every other Thursday. This week we're going to be recording a new episode, but it's it, it's it's a lot of. Um, it's a lot of shenanigan. It's a lot of fun. I with have the, too
1: much fun with it some days. So. Yeah,
0: with the guys from the You Hate to See It podcast. Last time we did the episode, we were ranking shit. We were ranking conspiracy theories, ranking food. Um, I wanted to rank fruit, but uh, Nick is too allergic to food. Sorry, l- too allergic to fruit. And like I-, I felt bad for him, so I didn't want to do it. <laughs> but I did a ranking of, of uh, communists. Uh, spoilers, they all ranked F. Go check it out. <laughs> and um you know it, it's it's a lot of fun we we do enjoy what we do whether it's it's sab or any of the other shows we do mm-hmm. so guys thank you again and until next time you can't take fall damage in borderlands oh you're right yeah Okay. That was a weird thing, too. I, I enjoy it. I love the fact that you don't take fall damage, but at the same time, it's like... It was so nonchalant when I told you, like, no, just just jump. You're just, fine.
1: Yeah, just fucking ground pound the goddamn moon.
0: Do not call it, We do not call it a butt slam.
1: That was a really dumb explanation for that. Yeah. Just, you're, you're superhero landing. Anything other than butt slam.
0: Remember when they were like, hey, guys... We're sorry for putting all these memes in the games. We're going to stop it now.
1: Yeah. I think the next time that we talk about this, I got to talk about the downfall of of Borderlands 3. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, Yeah. because it's... Yeah...